0: Hey, 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 welcome to the Girl Talk podcast. My name is JC Davis, and I am the creator, the founder, and full-time CEO of the mental health brand, Health & Happiness. This week, we're going to be talking about choosing family or ourselves. I'm really getting into the whole idea of blood is thicker than water, and you know the ins and outs of that, and what I think about it, and what I think you should take away from it. So, let's jump right in. All right, ladies, so let's jump right in because I'm excited because <laughs> I just found what I was looking for. Okay, so let's talk about this whole blood is thicker than water. The blood of the covenant is um, thicker than the water of the womb thing. Let, let's get into it because I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> okay, so I think it was like sometime this summer, you know, like after COVID has set in and my church was kind of like shut down. <laughs> So, it was some week, I can't think of the specific week, and I'm not going to lie to you, I can't remember the message that my pastor did that week. But this one thing stuck with me. I remember she said that the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. And, of course, when she said it, she made mention to, you know, the one, the phrase that we all know, as the real phrase, even though it is not, that blood is thicker than water. Now, blood is thicker than water is meant to be used to, um, I don't want to say strengthen, but kind of hold family at a higher place than we would our friends, you know, that blood is thicker than water, that you should, I feel like it's almost used not to manipulate you, but to sort of, like, keep you in the frame of mind that, you know, like, family is supposed to be more important than, you know, friends or strangers or people on the outside. I think that's what it was meant to do, you know, like, to remind you that, hey, like, kind of to keep in the forefront of your mind, like, you know, family, that whole idea of family comes first type of thing. I think that's what it was meant to do. However, the original um, message of, blood the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. Now, this scripture might is the I believe is the one that my pastor had used this time. Um 1 Samuel chapter 20, 16 and 17. It says, so Jonathan made a made cut a covenant with the house of David saying let the Lord even require it at the hand of David's enemies. And Jonathan calls David to swear again because he loved him, for he loved him as he loved his own soul. This right here is, the, is that meaning of the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. Meaning to say that it doesn't matter about genetics or biology or DNA or any of that. None of that matters Because it's about the promise that you make to those that you truly love. And those that you truly care for. And this part, like, at the very end, really, like, should hold the weight of this blood of the covenant thing. It says, and Jonathan calls David to swear again. Because he loved him. For he loved him as he loved his own soul. And I think that's really with the whole, like cutting of the covenant or the blood of the covenant was really about just like the fact that he it said like he loved him like he loved mm-hmm. his own soul and that to me is something that shouldn't be ignored or passed by and I feel like that a lot of times is what happens when people say blood is thicker than water because now let me bring this full circle back to the you know the mental health world and to take care of ourselves especially as black women and, you know, from our women of color, that sometimes we so often put ourselves last, that we will take the beating, the bruising, and the disrespect from people who we share blood with, in addition to the people on the outside, that the people on the outside that truly care about us and try to show us that they love us with their whole soul. It's like, we've got this you know, blood is thicker than water things so ingrained in our minds that we're missing the people that might not be biologically connected to us that are trying to love us at our worst, love us at our best because we're so stuck in that old mindset. You know what I mean? And I think this is what somebody needs to hear. Sometimes it is so easy for us to let our family, you know, disrespect us and talk to us any old kind of way because that's what we're used to and because we think that, you know, like, it's family, you know. They're still, look, you know, using the excuses, oh, that's still family, you know, family comes first, blood is thicker in water. Like, these things are what hold us back and keep us in these I'm going to say like in these abusive relationships and I think so often we're convinced that abusive relationships are only between a man and a woman or a woman and a woman or a man and a man you know whatever that romantic relationship happens to be but abusive relationships can be between you and your mom or you and your dad your siblings could be like abusing you especially when they're older siblings and you like they've had to kind of like raise you because of whatever the situation happens to be, and so so often we're convinced that you know that this tough love is really love, and it's not. There's a very different, um, there's a difference between you know, tough love, you know, not coddling your child when it's time to grow up, or um. You know, holding that person accountable. Like, hey, you know, you did wrong. You got to do this, this, and this. Like, that's tough love. Tough love and it constantly beating down and hurting and talking down on someone that you say you love just because it's family. And we shouldn't accept that for ourselves. And I'm going to take a moment right here and say, I don't know who is, like, really needing this. Or needing to hear this, but you do not deserve the abuse that you are receiving right now. You are worth so much more than the way your family talks to you and treats you. You are loved, you are beautiful, you are amazing, and you deserve the world. Do not let anyone, family or not, ever make you feel as though you do not deserve the utmost respect, love, and support. But I'm a, but going to keep going as I digress. I just wanted to get that out of my system. But I think another thing that kind of holds us back in this feeling of, you know, fear of letting family go is that guilt. You know, the idea that, oh, I can't leave them or, oh, I can't love them from a distance because that's family that's wrong or you feel like I'm the glue I'm the one that's always got to keep the family together I'm the one that they depend on they lean on they need me but they don't show you that they don't show you that they love you they don't show you that they need you they just throw everything on you and that's not fair you shouldn't feel guilty for wanting to leave because like I said you deserve the world and just because that is blood just because just because that is biological just because that is genetics doesn't mean you have to take that beating and that bruising you know and that guilt can come in because you're afraid that if I leave everything will fall apart and then it'll be my fault and that's not fair that type of pressure is not fair to put on anyone so often on, you know, I say social media because, you know, like that's kind of what we're limited to at this point. You know, that's a lot of times where people just use that time to vent and be open. And people constantly say, you know, let go of those quote unquote friends that treat you bad and talk down on you and are there when you're up, but are gone when you're down. You know, leave that boyfriend alone like he doesn't treat you right. You know, there's all this type of advocating for those situations. But when it's family that does it, the room gets silent. When it's family that has, I don't want to say that has disappointed you, but that has shown themselves time and time again to not care about you, support you, or keep you safe. Not because they don't have the means to do so, but because they choose not to. That's what I mean. And it's like when those situations start to arise, if it's not a small child, everyone seems to turn a blind eye. But you have to really think, like, there are people who, who have lived in families and in households and grew up in that environment. And it was horrible. And they're still in that situation because that's one, all that they know. And two, they feel like it's family and sometimes when it feels like we're alone we'll take what we can get because we feel like you know who else will want me who else wants me around if my family doesn't even care about me how am i going to expect a stranger to but sometimes you have to think to yourself maybe it's them maybe i'm i'm still sticking around because i feel like it's family and no one else and you've got that fear that no one else will want to be around you, but maybe it's them. If you know that you have tried deep down in your heart to do everything that you can to be a good sister, a good daughter, a good cousin, or whatever, if you know deep down in your heart that you would want a friend like you, come on now. Like, and I know sometimes it's hard To really look at yourself and say, especially when you struggle with um, loving yourself as much as you possibly can. It can be hard to look at yourself and say, I'd want a friend like me. I completely understand that. Sometimes though, you, you have to take that big leap of faith. And decide that this might not be the best situation for me continuing to be in this place where I'm not loved, supported, valued, or even given the chance to be understood, maybe I need to go. And that doesn't mean that it's your fault. Sometimes it means that you just have to step away to be the best version of yourself. And let me just say this. My mom has done her best to bring people around me and my sisters that she felt like was family. And I know this because every single friend that I've met of my mother's has treated me like family. I don't call my mom's friends miss or mister. Like, are you crazy? (laughs) That's aunt and uncle whomever. Aunt Tammy, Uncle Rainier, Um, my mom and dad's friend, Uncle Tim, like that's family, not by blood, but because I know that they love my mom and dad. And so I know that they love me and my sisters. That's family. And there are some family members who I'm aware of (laughs) that I don't speak to, that we don't really speak to that much, not because there's bad blood, but just because, They either live far away, you know, there's no real effort to communicate. You know, it's like situations like that. And that's not, um, you know, no pun intended, there's no bad blood there. You know what I mean? It's just there hasn't been a connection. There hasn't been a relationship there. You know what I mean? So, to me, it's just like you have to understand and I think that for me, sorry, I'm like derailing myself, <laughs> but that for me is, that's family. You know, I remember, um, when I mentioned Uncle Vernier. I remember when, I think I was in like third or fourth grade, whatever the situation was, I didn't get picked up from school. And so I ended up, my school was right in my neighborhood, but, um, the office called my mom, my mom told me to walk home and that her friend would come to pick me up. And so I'm just like, okay, whatever. For some reason our garage wasn't locked so like I was just like waiting in the garage for him to come get me. Mind you this is like the first time we had ever met but he and my mom worked together so I'm like all right cool whatever. Mind you I think I was like third or fourth grade I'm not sure. Technicalities don't matter. <laughs> so I'm like in the garage I'm waiting and so he finally like comes to the house and hits a little beep beep he's like hey like my name's Rainier, I'm your mom's friend and I'm like Okay, so I'm like peeking out the garage, and I come out, and like, <laughs> he was cool. So I'm just like, he calls my mom, my mom's like, hey, it's okay, you can get in the car, he's going to bring you to me. And I'm like, alright, cool. So that encounter happens, it was fine, I was fine, everything was cool, I just didn't have a key. <laughs> so it was fine, everything worked out. I'm now 18 years old. <laughs> I was like, 8, 9 at the time. It's been years. It's been like 9, 10 years. That's family. And that to me, it's like that one encounter. My mom trusted him to pick me up. I got in the car. I made it to my mom. I now trust him. After that situation, trust him to take me from here and there and I be safe. That's family. and always has been, always will be. And there are some people in my family, not saying I wouldn't trust them to do the same, but it's just like, I don't really know you, you know, and I think that's okay to say. And sometimes it's not a situation for some people of, you know, I don't know you. Sometimes you know that person very well and you know off bat that you can't trust them. And I think that that's something that I don't want to say needs to be understood, but something that's just the situation. It's just the fact of the matter. And that's really what I want this episode to be about. Understanding that this blood is thicker than water, that does not mean that family can't be cut off. That doesn't mean that family can't hurt you. That doesn't mean that your friends don't love you. That doesn't mean that sometimes your friends don't love you more than someone who you share a bloodline with. Family is all about who loves you. Who supports you? Who is there when you're down? Who loves you? Who gives you tough love? Doesn't abuse you or hurt you? And I mean that both physically, emotionally, mentally, you know, all of that. And I know it's hard to let go and cut people off. I know it's hard to cut friends off. I know it's hard sometimes to cut that boyfriend or that girlfriend off. So... Don't get me wrong. Cutting family off after after having the idea that cutting family off was wrong and in your mind for years is tough. I know it's hard. I know it's not something that can be easily done overnight, but I can promise you and guarantee you one thing, that if you don't, they will continue to do it. They will continue to treat you badly. They will continue to beat you up. They will continue... To bash you and talk down on you. And is that any life to live? Is that how you want to go through this life? And I think that's something that you have to ask yourself. And just a disclaimer I know it's like the end here, but I hope I didn't. I don't want to say I don't hope I didn't hurt anyone's feelings because sometimes you got to have your feelings hurt to hear the truth, but. I hope I didn't make anyone feel as though I was being overly harsh. You know, like, I don't want to yell at you or tell you what to do. But I'm really passionate about this episode, and I'm really excited and I'm really happy I said that at the beginning. So, I hope I hope you guys saw my heart. <laughs> you know what I mean? I hope that you didn't feel bullied. And if you did, my apologies. <laughs> I I can be... A big kid and an adult, young adult enough to say I hope I didn't, you know, trigger anyone. You know what I mean? But, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think that's all. You know? And just a little briefing, you know? Blood is not determined by what's running through your veins, but by the promises and the standards that people keep. Sometimes your friends are the closest thing to family that you've got. And sometimes family treats you like someone off the street. And I just want you to know that You don't have to feel guilty for wanting better for yourself, even if that means letting go of family that you've known for years. Sometimes leaving is what's best for you. Sometimes you have to say, I deserve more. I deserve better. I don't deserve to be treated like this. And again, I say, even if that's family, Sometimes you just gotta take your hands off and take a step back and say, I love you, but I gotta love you from a distance. And family can be a blind spot. So this is gonna have to be something that you really take the time to sit back and understand for yourself. No one can understand it for you. No one can analyze or really get down to the nitty gritty of what your relationship is with your family, that's that's up to you. But with this, I also want to say, look at your friends around you. Do they feel like family? Do they feel like love? Do they encourage you? Do they comfort you? But I'll save that for another day, another episode. But that's all. ladies we've made it to the end of another yellow brick road i'm so happy you guys joined me this week i was a little worried i had a little um a little podcast brain fart but this week i feel good i feel like this is the push i needed for myself so you know i hope you guys liked it i hope you enjoyed it if you want to tell me what you thought about it or what you think about it, use hashtag the GRLTLK podcast. Again, that is the GRLTLK podcast, and I am on Facebook and Instagram at happy. Ooh, that is the wrong thing. Ignore that. At health and happiness 019. Again, that is health. And happiness zero one nine. Love you guys. Bye.